Well, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Max Danielson Show. I'm your host, Max Danielson, and joining me today we have a college baseball player from Lamar Community College in Colorado. I don't know where in Colorado it is, but we'll figure that out here in just a second. My guest is Mr. Aaron Hunter. Aaron, welcome on to the show, man. How y'all doing? Uh, good to be here. All right, well, Aaron, it is tradition when you get on the show that, first of all, I ask uh, what you do, where you go to college. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Lamar mm-hmm. Community College. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could tell it, the yeah. uh, audience yeah. a little bit more yeah, about sure, that, sure, what you sure. do there. Uh, and then what your favorite <laughs> sports teams are. All right. Um, well, like I said, I'm Aaron Hunter. Uh, I go, I'm go. i a college baseball player at Lamar Community College in Colorado. Now, the thing is about Lamar, Lamar is an itty-bitty town and a little country place in Colorado, and it is in the middle of nowhere. It, you can sort of say it's like like a South Plains College or, or it's in the middle of nowhere. The next town is like two and a half hours out, you know, and it's, I mean, there is, I mean, it's a great sports team there in that small college, but there really is nothing to do up there. But, uh, yeah, um, and you said my favorite sports teams? Yeah, and then also, like, what you're playing a major in whenever you okay. go to a bigger college. Okay, well, right now, you know, I'm just getting my, my general uh, classes out of the way, but once I transfer to a four-year, that's the plan uh, to major in communications. And uh, There you go. Yeah, 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 major communications, you know, hopefully get a job working with – either sports teams or you know work back at a be a high school coach or you know anything like that uh, in that general area um and favorite sports team so uh you know because i'm from dallas you know what i'm saying i i, I kind of by heart have to be a cowboys fan but not really my favorite team is the kansas city chiefs you know what i'm saying um for for uh baseball uh, i gotta gotta say i'm a rangers fan for sure uh Basketball, Mavericks, Luka Doncic, Chris Dops, you know what I'm saying? They're they they pretty cold, you know. You know anyone else on the team? Uh yeah. Uh Seth Curry. Okay, uh, there you, you go. Know, or, I'm sorry, excuse me, Steph Curry's brother, you know what I'm saying? Uh <laughs> um Yeah, so I mean uh hockey, uh you know, I, I like I like the stars. I'll go to a stars game. I don't I mean I don't know what the hell's going on over there, but uh it's it's cool watching that environment and everything, so yeah. Well, I know, first of all, like, you're – I don't even know if I would consider, like, your favorite team the Stars. You are definitely, though, a humongous fan of P.K. Subban. Yes. I know that. Yes, see, that, that, that man right there, that, he, that's a dude right there. <clears throat> he, he, he don't care. He now, do you know what team he's on right now? Yeah, he got traded to some team in New York, right? New Jersey. New Jersey, same yeah. thing. Pretty much the same thing. Anyway, now, so. I remember, and this is a story – I know Aaron remembers this <laughs> – um, so when he had his birthday party last year, or this was last year, right? Yeah, senior year. Yeah, senior, yeah, senior, yeah. senior year. Yeah. So it was like I just like the day like of his uh of your birthday party. It was the day like after I had my breakup or whatever, and I was like, I need to go somewhere and do something. And uh, but I remember like I complete because that was the day I realized like no one told me about this party until that day. Yeah. And so I didn't have a gift at all. Yeah. And I'm like, well. <laughs> I'm just going to tell Aaron it's going to be like a month late. And I got him a P.K. Subban jersey. Yeah. And it's a really, really nice yeah, one, really too. Nice Unfortunately, jersey, yeah. like, probably like three months later, you got, or he got traded yeah, to Yeah, he got uh, traded. But it's cool, though. I mean, it, I know I, you, I still, I've seen you wearing that. I though. wear it all the time. I mean, because we have a lot of guys on the baseball team in Lamar from Canada, and they're yeah. like big hockey hockey buffs. And like, oh my God, you got a PK Subban jersey. That's so badass. You know, that's so clean. You know? And the ironic thing is that uh, Dallas and Nashville are playing. This week, and I guess 
to say in spirit of the winter classic we're outside right yeah. now oh, not yeah. planned of course not planned uh no. this is probably the most low budget setup that i have <laughs> ever had uh we also have somewhat of a live audience as well Yeah, somewhat of a live audience somewhat you know, they probably got nothing else to do over here today yeah that's pretty much uh well one of them is going to be on the show eventually that was who i was talking about last week jack bradley um who will be on the show coming in around mayish we'll figure that out um but i guess without further ado let's jump right into uh major league baseball here so minnesota lost cj crone and jonathan shoop to the detroit tigers on both one year uh, 6.1 million dollar contracts Honestly, this is a great move for for the twins, C.J. Cron. Uh, this really helps their right side of the infield. Um, C.J. in his games this year, bad 253 with 25 home runs. And then Shoop, if you remember, back in 2017, he was a really, really good uh, player for the Orioles. Great second <laughs> baseman, was an all-star back then. Uh, last year, hit 256, 304 uh, on-base percentage, and a 473 slugging with 23 home runs, 59 RBIs, and more in 21 games. I want to hear your opinion on that. Do you think this really helps the Minnesota Twins? I see that you're looking around like me. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I'll be straight up. I'm not a big follower like my man Max over here with baseball, so I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm not too sure. I have an opinion on it, but I mean, whatever work, whatever works best for the team. If, if that's if that's what's gonna help the team, then I, I guess I'm for it. Hey, I knew this first topic was definitely going to be like, because like I made sure to go in order. Like I just went in order news, but yeah. the next three for sure, I know you'll have an opinion on because you know these guys for sure. Uh, Washington White Sox that got the, one of the prize starters in free agency, Dallas Keuchel. Pretty sure you know him. Yeah, Pretty sure you know him. I think so. Yeah. Uh, last year uh, went eight for eight, three seventy five ERA with the Braves. We know that whole thing that he sat out for a while, mm-hmm. didn't really that. get a contract this year. <clears throat> Signed a three-year, $55.5 million deal. Um, do you think Keuchel then could get back to where he needs to be from where he was on the Astros? Uh, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, not, a, <laughs> I'm not a big uh, stat guy like my man Mac. Well, no, I'm here. not giving you stat. I just want to know, do you I, think well, that Dallas Keuchel can it, get back? If, if he can get back, I mean, I've seen plenty of stories where you know, players had like you know great comeback seasons. You know, and it and it anything can happen. So I'm all for it. I'm, I'm sure he can come back and have an even better career than he had before he got injured. You know, with these two, um, with these two things, with these two topics, Aaron. Yeah. This really scares me for what's to come. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> this scares me a little yeah. bit. Um, we'll see how this one goes. Um, so Toronto Blue Jays to get uh, Hugin Ryu. Uh, very big player at the top. I like how Aaron over here is just. Li- he's, I I literally said okay. So for my viewers who know the pot, like so I have viewers that constantly uh, tune in, and they know the fact that I send people the script like a day or two in advance. I've given you so much time <laughs> to prepare for this, and maybe yeah. get. <clears throat> yeah, I should have. Do you know who Hugin or Hugin Ryu is? Not till now. No. Really? Yeah. I mean, uh, if you see a picture of him. Oh my right? goodness, Aaron. Okay, well then we won't go on that. We'll just I'll just tell you the stats here. Signed to a four year eighty million dollar contract at a two thirty two ERA last year, uh in one eighty two innings pitched, twenty nine starts. This is what surprises me, Aaron, why you don't know him, because he was the uh runner up for the NL Cy Young Award. <laughs> oh. Oh, alright. Who was um Played for the Dodgers, Aaron. I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm drawing a blank. Maybe, maybe I'll get some some uh, stage fright or something. Cause I really don't remember uh, who that is. Okay, 
Hopefully you know this, Aaron. Alright. Hopefully you know this. As you can hear in the background, probably, uh... Again, we are outside in spirit of the Winter Classic. Not planned, of course. Um... The Mets uh, signed Dylan Patanzas. Do you know who that is? Are you kidding me? You don't know who Dylan Pat I watch baseball because I love the game, and I love watching the players and how... Oh, my goodness. They, listen, listen, listen. It's it's like... It's cool to have, like, to know who the people Ladies are. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a long show. But, but I watch the players, and like I said, the college that I'm at were so, like... <clears throat> driven by technique and technology and balance and different types of swings so i really watch baseball now for my own like for my own help for my career i mean it, it sounds selfish but i'm not trying to be because because these are professionals and these are the guys these are guys i'm trying to strive to be you know so when i watch these players uh, i really watch them to see how they could adjust my swing or adjust my throwing pattern so I mean, well, clearly these three yeah, players you have never seen. <laughs> I've never seen, but I probably will go home and look them up and see how they can affect me. So, aye, aye, aye. okay. Well, all my viewers need to know for Dylan Patanza signed to a one-year deal uh, with the Mets. Of course, came off a really, really good season um, with the Yankees, two seventy ERA and three hundred set. Well, actually, I should say in twenty eighteen had a pretty good season. Last year only had ten innings of pitching, got injured. Um, but this year is really going to be half rehab, half play for him, and then we'll just see if the Mets are going to do that. But really, the Mets this offseason have built a pretty solid rotation. Um, even though they lost Zach Wheeler, they did get a couple guys like Michael Waka and um, uh, Rick Porcello as well uh, in free agency. Well, considering the fact that that didn't go as... Yeah, I mean, I'm looking You know, I tried, to plan, I tried to plan my commercial breaks... Um, Kind of just based on how long we could talk, but um, this is only nine minutes. No, this is ten minutes, sorry. Half of that was with the intro. So, thankfully, though, we're going on to NBA basketball, and you do know who this guy is. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at the script right now. Luka Doncic, he signed a lucrative deal with Jordan. Uh, not only has Jordan signed Luka this season, but they also signed Zion yeah. this season, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which should be very, very big. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts right now? Like, do you think Lucas should have gone with a different company? Or do you think going Jordan is a good way to go? I think going Jordan is the best way to go. I mean, the pace that he's at right now, I mean, he's up to being being a top guy in a couple of years, you know? In the, uh, so being signing so early, you know, that's kind of like reinforcement to show how good he is. Yeah, I mean, so. this season, he actually... Speaking of Luca, we'll talk about this too. He had his return last night against yeah. the San Antonio Spurs. I watched that. Uh, one hundred two ninety eight Mavericks won. Yeah. Uh, he totaled for twenty four points, ten rebounds, eight assists. Uh, when he was gone, Chris Stapps had a pretty good um, outing as yeah. well. Yeah, he, I believe there were a couple games where he had twenty plus mm -hmm. and then ten rebounds. Uh, right now, where do you see the Mavericks as? Do you think they are going to be a very th big threat come time for the playoffs um, or? Do you think they're really going to slide down a little bit? Too? Maybe, maybe not uh, this year, but but for sure next year. Uh, I mean, they're 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 kind of stating their dominance right now. You know, they're kind of on the rise. So maybe not this year per, per se. Maybe uh, next year we get a couple of good trades and some uh, like a, a good draft pick who's you know seriously good. We we could 
definitely dominate within the next two or three years. But this is definitely a kind of build up because you know the past few years we've been kind of sorry, you know, right, right, right. So you know you can definitely say those have been rebuilding years for sure. So this is kind of we're now that all the rebuilding is done uh, with these next couple of years, we're definitely gonna be kind of like I said, uh, stating our dominance and kind of going up, going upward from there. So may, maybe not this year, but I say for sure next year or two we, we will definitely probably win so then do you think the mavericks like at the trade deadline this year do you think they would go for someone or do you think they are going to save that for next year and save up their assets no they're definitely they're gonna save their assets they're gonna save their assets wait till next year okay definitely no, uh, next year gotcha so. gotcha um uh, and then the last thing for nba then we'll go to a quick commercial break um clippers beat the lakers in that in the highly anticipated christmas day game yeah everyone was talking about beforehand mm-hmm. um Specifically, everyone wants this, I think, for the Western Conference Finals because of not only the revenue it would generate, but also having both Los Angeles teams in there. Yeah. Um, I mean, in that game, uh, Clippers beat the Lakers. Uh, do not have the score to that. Or 111-106, Kawhi Larry in that game. 35 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists for LeBron James, 23-9-10. and 10. Um who do you think – so between those two teams, because I think we could both agree those are the two top teams in the oh, West. Oh, definitely. That, that, Along with them, yeah. the Nuggets, and then the Mavericks. Um, who do you think between those two got, two teams are the best? Between those two teams, so, I mean, that's kind of hard because, you know, Kawhi Leonard, that's a bad man right there. Yeah. That, that dude, I mean, I mean, San Antonio Spurs have definitely, you know, got them together. And now when he left the Spurs, he's definitely been – showing out since then so he's definitely not a team thing it's him he, he he's the man and of course you know lebron james is gonna be lebron james yeah so like i said it, it, it's it's gonna be kind of hard to see i mean because because i guess i, I had to go with lebron because you know lebron has some more they have more guys and more experience they do have a good depth in they, their they bench have too. very good definitely but as well do the clippers i mean you have yeah. pat beverly <laughs> so it will be hard i mean i i, I I'll have to go with the, with the Lakers because I, I'm a I'm a big LeBron guy. You know, I respect I, that. I, I, I respect I like, that. I like LeBron a lot. I like what he did. You know? Now, of course, when he plays the Mavericks, that's different. Yeah, but, when he plays the Mavericks, it's probably something different. I mean, but you know, yeah. But I definitely could say. Alrighty, well, so we are going to take a very very quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the NHL and this week's upcoming Winter Classic. Just talk about if you have any thoughts about that, uh, and then. Thankfully, we have a topic that you will know a lot about, which is the NFL coming up um, as well, especially Michael Thomas setting the new single-season receptions leader and as well Marshawn coming back. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back. ...is proud to announce Gage's Granite as an official sponsor for the Saturday podcast. Gage's Granite is a family-run company operating nearby in the Dallas Metroplex. They offer custom granite, travertine, onyx, and marble countertops to homeowners and businesses since 2000. Give them a call today at 972-243-6097 or visit gagesgranite.com or on Facebook and Twitter. You can also stop by the main showroom located at 2427 Glenda Lane in Dallas. Gages Granite, a proud sponsor of the Max Danielson Show. Hey guys, this is Jason with Lacrosse Monkey. Are you looking for a place to shop for your next athletic season? Monkey Sports is here to help. Whether you're looking for baseball, hockey, or lacrosse gear, if you can dream it, we've got it. 
we provide both the latest and best on the market equipment for your athlete. Stop by and visit us at 105 West Bethany Drive, right off of US 75 in Allen. Monkey Sports, a proud sponsor of the Max Danielson Show. And welcome back to the Max Danielson Show, where we left off. We were talking about a little bit about MLB. Of course, Aaron, uh, not knowing much not there, knowing much. but when we got to NBA, thankfully, saved the day there. Knew a little bit about that. We talked about Luke and all that. Um, so we'll jump in, I guess, right off the bat here. Um, and as you can hear also in the background, uh, we are on a baseball field currently. I promise you we're not on a farm. Um, <laughs> it's just that the field is being is getting work done to it. So uh, pardon that noise. Uh, but Aaron, we'll talk about here just a little bit of the NHL Winter Classic. Um, this week it's going to be um, at 12 or at 12:30, I believe, here at the Cotton Bowl. The historic Cotton Bowl where the Dallas Cowboys used to play back in the 60s. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh man, this track. We were not expecting this whatsoever. Um, so I apologize for the noise. But uh, it will be between the Dallas Stars, who have been red hot as of le- recently. Uh, they just fired their coach, Jim Montgomery, which came out of the blue. Um, still has not been said what he did. Uh, Predators, of course, a very, very consistent team. Pecorine. Uh, being one of the best goalies, they have Roman Yossi, a couple of those guys. Um, but aside from that, we're not going to really look at the teams uh, more so. We're going to actually look at the event itself. There's going to be 83,000 plus in the stadium, one of the largest uh, winter classics of all time. Uh, so, Aaron, I want to ask you, what do you think um, this brings not only for the NHL but also for Dallas? Like, as an event. Like, if you're not even, like, as, like, in NHL, but just as an oh, event in oh, general. Oh, in an event? I mean, I would definitely take something. That would be something to, to, to experience because, I mean, I, I think the whole Winter Classic, right? Yeah, yeah, Winter yeah. Classic. Winter classic. That, whole, that whole, like, experience definitely something that you should see. It's an outdoors game, correct? correct? Yeah, in the yeah. Cotton Bowl. Outdoors game, and, like, that's... That's sounds... clearly could tell you weren't paying attention, okay. man. <laughs> but that that just that, that just clearly can. that 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 whole experience sounds really fun. So I I would definitely want to want to go to the game. I mean, I wouldn't like I said, I wouldn't know what is going on clearly, but it, it will still be something fun to go see. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, your boy PK Subban's not playing in that game. Sadly, sadly, <laughs> sadly, it, uh, it's all right. So we'll move on here to the NFL. Uh, Michael Thomas set the uh, season or the single-season reception record with 145 receptions on the year. Um, he has been having an amazing year, to say the least. He's up there for MVP candidate. Uh, not only that, but also Drew Brees just pe- uh, broke the passing touchdown record. Or was it? Yeah, passing touchdown yeah, record. Um, first of all, how do, you, what, how do you say the season for Michael Thomas is so far? And on top of that, a follow-up question, how do you think the Saints are going to fare when it comes to the playoffs? Well, definitely for Michael Thomas, I mean – from him breaking a single season record, like destroying that record, I mean, he he he's done very well this year. Um, yeah, so I mean, he he he's he's definitely showed out this year and showed why he should break that, why he should have that record. And Drew Brees, of course, as well. You know, Drew Brees is, I mean, he's he's up there in age, but he's running around like he's 21. You know, he 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 looks great, plays great. You know, um, the Saints. I mean, I, I really feel like. The Saints, they actually might they have, they have a shot of winning it all. Uh, they, if they get by, you know, the, the big, bad uh, Baltimore Ravens, you know, yeah. they're hot this year. 
and Lamar Jackson and Marvin in, uh, Mark Ingram and them. So I mean that that's that'll be the big test. But definitely, um, I mean, I'll, I'll be rooting for them. You know, that, that, they're they're a good yeah they're a good football team. They've always been a good football. Well, team. we're getting into the Ravens here yeah. in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but the big news broke uh, this week. So of course. Seahawks have had a lot of problems right now with running backs. Most yeah. of their guys are, do- are yeah. <laughs> done. Chris Carson just had a hip fracture. Mm-hmm. So, out of the blue, out of left field, <laughs> no pun intended since we're on a baseball yeah, field, um, they brought back Marshawn Lynch, I know. That's... who no one, I think, thought was ever going to come back, even though probably could still play. And I think he definitely can yeah, still play. Yeah, yeah. Um, but right now, I mean, here's the thing. What I've been hearing is he's not going to be their starting running back still. They're just p- bringing him in as a backup, which is interesting. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but if the opportunity comes for Marshawn Lynch, how do you think he's going to play? Do you think he's going to step in and be like that old beast mode that we want, that everyone wants, new and love? Or is he going to show kind of what he did with the Raiders being a shell of what he used to be? Yeah. And yeah. But, you know, for football, you know, for all sports in, in general, Age is always a factor. Yeah, you know he's he's about what thirty three years old. Thirty three. Thirty three yeah. years old. Especially now. for running backs yeah. who have an average of like two Ooh, years in yeah. the league. I mean, you can see it in all running backs. Those those rare running backs like Frank Gore, AP. You know those running backs. Those those people they're rare, who who stay in the league for a while. You know, um, but you know yeah like like you said you know running backs don't last that long. But I I, I mean Marshawn Lee, I, I gotta see him first. But my own prediction, I'll probably say he he'll do all right, you know, because you know, like I said, the young age is a factor, you yeah. know, and they probably put in some some young buck in first before they they. they now, what I've heard when Marshawn came in the locker room, a lot of players were like starstruck because of Marshawn. Really? Yeah, which is very interesting. That doesn't uh, tell you how old he is. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I know that feeling. I know what that's like mm-hmm. um, to like see like someone like that because I remember when I worked in the G League, like a. Shoot, it feels like forever, but it was only like a year ago. This happened like two years ago, and Nate Robinson was in the G League, and he came in there. I was starstruck. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. like this is like the slam dunk champ. Um, I mean, that was what he was known for. Um, but yeah, very, very interesting. Uh, so for the NFC North, the division was set. Packers won that division yeah. uh, with the win over the Vikings, 23 to 10. I know you're happy about that. Of course I am, Aaron. Of course <laughs> I am. But here's the thing: I don't think Packers. I think they can contend for the Super Bowl, but I don't think they'll win the Super Bowl just because of their inconsistency. Unless they can pull something together. I know Aaron Rodgers goes beast mode in the playoffs. Same thing. Oh, oh yeah. He always shows up. But, I mean, the defense is great this year, but, again, very, very inconsistent. Mm -hmm. I knew when they played the Chargers, like, everyone's like, oh, you know, they should be the Chargers. Like, no, they're they're expecting pass game, and they're going to get ran all over by Melvin Gordon. And sure enough, they got ran all over by Melvin Gordon. Yeah. So we'll have to see there. Um, and I think both of us were happy with this. Um, so Eagles took a very crucial lead in the NFC East, beat the Cowboys 17 to nine. Um, I, I honestly don't think, and the one thing that I hate about this is Eagles and Cowboys shouldn't even be considered playoff that's, teams. That is probably, that's probably the sorriest division. Oh, 100%. NFL. It's the weakest division in the NFL. And the only team that's sorry than the Cowboys and the Eagles is the, is the Redskins. Only, only you, you can't forget the Giants too. And you can't forget the Giants. I mean, you, that's probably the sorry division I've ever seen in my life. That's like it's bad. bad. It's like bad. all the Cowboys have to do is just beat the Eagles. That's all you gotta do. Yeah, 
like my or like my roommate. Yeah. Oh, I just realized I can make fun of Epps now because the Cowboys lost to the Eagles because he was like, giving yeah. me grief when the uh, Packers lost to them by a very very close game. Yeah. Shout out Jackson Epps. By the yeah. Way. Shout out Jackson Epps. Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh, she's like, but you lost to the Eagles. I'm like. All you have to do is beat them. Like, that's mm-hmm. all you have to do in order to win your division every year. Yeah. Hey, but, you know, I bet you the Eagles were very well prepared. Because I saw this stat. I believe it was on ESPN or maybe the uh, the overtime or something like that. They said that every time uh, Dak Prescott has thrown under 30 passes, they have won the game. Yeah. So that's not a lot of passing in an in a, in a NFL game. Every time he threw over thirty passes, they lost. You also have to consider that five and zero. Oh, yeah, three of those wins came against Pop Warner teams at yes. the very start of the season. True. Can't very forget true. about that. Very true. Very true. But I, I just, I'm sure. And then plus, you know, of course, Ezekiel Elliott, how good he is. Oh how much yeah, of a star he is. I, I know the Eagles defense was like, okay, we got to stop the run. That's all you got to do with the stop Cowboys. The run and with Dak Prescott and guard. Yeah. Just if you can double team Amari mm-hmm. and then stop Zeke, you got the game. Yeah, because because. Don't get me wrong, Dak's a good quarterback, but he's not. In a, he, he's, he, he's a. Hear me out. He's not a. He's a good quarterback. He's an average quarterback. But he's, he's definitely not, an average quarterback. He's not an elite quarterback. So no, the, not the, at all. the elite quarterbacks like Tom Brady, of course, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Drew Brees, um, uh, Lamar Jackson. Right now, the, those are elite quarterbacks. And you know what's funny? All those quarterbacks, they all are risk takers. They take risks. Yeah. Dak Prescott, he doesn't take risks. He, you know, a little dump off passing. You don't throw deep that much. So they the the Eagles were aware of that, so they stopped the run, and like you said, they they double team Amari, and they wanted they wanted to see if Dak Prescott will step up and become the hero, which yeah. he did not step up. He did step up because he 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 couldn't he not a deep ball thrower. I mean, he probably threw a bunch of incomplete passes, which by the way, some of it actually was not his fault. They dropped a lot. Yes, of passes. they did. They dropped a. It was a very very bad offensive it, game. For it was. Both a, teams. I mean, and I believe the Cowboys league the lead the, the league with drop passes. They they. I'm pretty sure that I would not. I'm I'm pretty sure I would they believe did. that honestly. They yeah. The games that I see, there is a ton of where they. I want to say it was during the Packers game where they had a great like break where, it was was it. I think it was Randall Cobb that got an amazing break and just dropped it. Yeah, like open yeah. field. Yeah, and and those are you know the and like I said, it's, it, those are the difference between you know good receivers, average receivers, and elite receivers. Yeah, but like I said, it always starts. I mean, top, I, I'm not going to take you know granted for my boy Randall Cobb. Yeah, because, I know, you know, I know, I know. He's got a little special yeah, place in my yeah, heart sure. with the green and gold. But, but like uh, I said, it it. it it like it all starts up top. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, with with the coaching, like Jason Garrett. You know, he's he's not um, not doing too hot this year. You know, and and I, I feel bad. I I, almost, I really do feel bad for him. But hear me out, why? Because he is Jerry Jones's puppet. Well, yeah. You know, he's always been. There. I mean, he's, everyone's he, Jerry I feel Jones's bad puppet. For him. It's it's Jason Garrett taking the punches for Jerry Jones. He's he's Jerry Jones's punching bag. These are Jerry Jones' decisions as far exactly. as the, his picks, uh, who he chooses, who he trades. You I mean, know. he is also the GM. That's yeah. exactly why. But 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 you know, a good coach will be like, hey, let me coach and let me do it. But Jerry Jones wants to be in the spotlight. Yeah. So that's not ever gonna happen. Like I was our and shout out again, Jackson Epps. <laughs> uh, we were talking about it on Twitter, and like I was like, I don't think Cowboys will fire him. If they were gonna fire him, they would have fired him a long time oh, ago. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Reason is just like you said. He is Jason. He is uh, Jerry, Jerry Jones' Jones, yeah. puppet. Jerry he's done Jones. nothing wrong. He's done everything that Jerry wants. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, the thing is, he's in the hottest seat, and Jerry Jones has given up on him. Yeah. Well, maybe he's given up on him 
during games and all that, maybe yeah. game management-wise. Yeah. But at yeah. the same time, at the end of the day, Jerry Jones isn't going to be able to pull mm-hmm. the trigger because Jones, there's yeah. every single coach, in my opinion, besides maybe Ron Rivera, who is not an upgrade at all. It would just be the same situation mm-hmm. because his he can at least manage a game, but it's very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. But the problem is no other coach on the market can manage games. Mm-hmm. Josh McDaniels, that's why no one signed him so far. Exactly. That's why he still has his job. Urban Meyer, I don't believe, is going to leave uh, where he's at. No, he's, he's perfect. Yeah, um, no, I mean, he, Lincoln Riley playing, so. definitely isn't. Plus, we've seen if all he is is offense. That's all. Oh, that I mean, that's yeah. all. You know, Big Twelve teams, and I can't take anything off that because my favorite team's a Big Twelve team. <laughs> but, but I mean, that's just the same thing. And plus, I wouldn't leave if I was Lincoln Riley, being yeah. at a power power top four school in the he, nation. Like, if we think football. about it, he managed to be an elite team with three different types of quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, ba- Baker, Baker, Baker Kyler, Baker. Yeah. and then Jalen. Yeah. So Baker, he's a, he's more of a passer, pocket passer. I mean, he he can run more, but yeah. he's more of a pocket kind of passer. You know, Kyler Murray, who's a runner, or a runner, and a more of a thrower. I'm sorry, a very me. mobile more, quarterback, more, more mobile quarterback and throw, and, and Jalen Hurts, who's a runner, and they that whole yeah, that whole package for him. Yeah, you know, so that that is an elite. I mean, if, if I see if I see Lincoln Riley in the NFL, I definitely see him as an offensive coordinator. Yes, for, for sure, sure. Cause for he, sure. Cause that that dude's that dude's mind is unbelievable. How creative he is with the he can read different types of quarterbacks and see what different kinds of receivers yeah. how they work and everything. So. Yeah, he's a very very. I don't think he would do good as head coach, but I definitely think he would do great as oh, an offensive oh, coordinator. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Uh, so we'll move on here to the Ravens, who we were talking about earlier. Yeah. They clinched the top seed in the AFC with their 11th consecutive win on the season. <laughs> uh, they won against the Browns 31-15. Lamar Jackson's stat line, of course, every single week it seems like I give a stat line for him. <laughs> 20 for 31, 238 yards, 103 rushing yards, three touchdowns. Mm-mm-mm. I think we could both agree on this. He's the MVP this oh, year. Oh, I think 100%. we can easily both agree on that, that. That that dude, that's a bad man right there. No, that, heck that, yeah. that that dude. Now I wouldn't say he's, that's a bad man because you know who that goes to. Who? Aaron Rodgers. That's who they I mean, usually say. Okay, yeah, usually, that's but, who, but, but this but, year. Yes, for sure. This year, for sure. Lamar Jackson has been phenomenal. That that dude, I mean. He like, is a quarterback who we haven't seen. He's a generational type yeah, quarterback, yeah. what he's playing like right yeah. now. And, and He's and doing like, even better than Mahomes did last year. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's funny because, like, everything is transitioning into uh, a dual threat quarterback. Yes. You know. I mean, you, you see it. I mean, even uh, for the Saints, Kenny Hill, and when he goes in quarterback, mm-hmm. he's a mobile quarterback, a dual-threat guy. Yeah. So Kenny Hill, you know, Pat Mahomes, uh, Cam Newton when he was in his prime. Yeah. Before, he's getting old up there now. Uh, Lamar Jackson, these, these are all, like, dual-threat guys. I would, e- I would e- even also argue Aaron Rodgers, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, before he, before, he got hurt, before he got hurt. No, he's st- he's a very – oh. Well, he still is, but not as much as he used to be, of course, but – He's a guy who's like unpredictable. I think that's where you're going with like guys that are just unpredictable, yeah. where you oh, yeah. never know what they're going to mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers still does that. I can yeah. tell you that. Yeah. And, and and but yeah. the one that plays in my head still, oh, good memories with this one. The Cowboys game. Remember where he had oh, open yeah. field and just ran for an mm-hmm. easy twenty yard mm-hmm. gain, mm-hmm. first down right first there. Down, yeah, yeah. I mean, those are and like, like back I said earlier, those are quarterbacks who take risk. He took a risk there. He took yes. a risk, and those those different differentiate the. Good quarterbacks from, from the, the elite, elite ones. quarterbacks. These, yeah. those, that's, that makes him an elite quarterback. Yeah. Dak Prescott wouldn't have done. He, Dak Prescott probably would have thrown the ball away. Yes, exactly. So I mean, yeah. he's not. He's definitely not good in the pocket. Like when he's getting blitzed, he yeah, is not he, good. And he has, and he has the best O line in the. Uh, yeah, he's got one of the best O line. Yeah, one of the best O lines. I, I honestly would say Eagles have a really a better O line than them. I personally yeah, say. I mean, yeah, but, but like I said, Eagles for, get for, the, for Dak Prescott. 
Yes, yeah, for a, Dak Prescott. For Dak Prescott, he has a very good uh, O-line, and he should I'm surprised they haven't ran it through more Zeke this year. I'm really surprised about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, that, that kind of makes me upset, too. You know, Zeke gets paid too much money to uh, – but I did see that. You know he took himself out of the game. Third mm-hmm. and one, he took himself out of the game. Yeah. And if you're getting paid that much, I would be like, hey, coach, put me in and give me that first down, yeah. then take me out. Yeah. So that, that is telling me something about Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. If if you're getting paid that much money and you can't run for one yard, two yards, that that tells that tells you that really does tell you about how 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 Zeke is and that that's just him. Um, so we'll talk about here. Uh, so the Bengals secured uh, the number one pick in this year's NFL draft. Um, oh, probably yeah. Well, no, they did. Oh no, I mean, they did. Yeah, they, they secured yeah. it yeah, yeah. Uh, this past week. Yeah. So I want to ask you: Do you think it's going to be Joe Burrow who they're going to take? Yeah, you think Joe, so? Joe Burrow. That, Joe Burrow. Yeah, Joe Burrow for sure. And, and like I said, uh, because they're they're Joe Burrow is a dual threat guy too. Mm-hmm. He can run too. So that's like I said, the NFL is transitioning to the the mobile dual threat quarterback. Yeah. Except Tom Brady, of course, because Tom Brady's probably the Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady's gonna be Tom. Like like I said, LeBron James is gonna be LeBron James. Tom Brady's gonna be Tom Brady. Yeah. So yeah, um, no, J- Joe Burrow definitely is gonna be. Um, he's definitely gonna be back uh, for the Bengals. You know and. He probably probably for maybe the first year probably sit behind Andy Dalton for a year maybe yeah maybe maybe for, maybe for a year and then uh, show up for that but I don't know maybe I got to see it myself see how he does preseason or whatnot so mm-hmm. got all right well next topic we got here this came out today these two topic these two next topics uh, I know I didn't have on the script this all came out today yeah uh, Atlanta Falcons retain their coach Dan Quinn for the season or for next season Falcons mm-hmm. yeah, ever I since that. that Super Bowl. They've been going down. Yeah. They have been yeah. a real disappointment in the NFL because they were also one of the most consistent teams in the NFL, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but ever since they blew that 28-3 lead, yeah. it's just gone downhill for the yeah, Falcons. I mean, I mean, Julio's they, not yeah. playing as well as he yeah. used to. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan is considered now a very inconsistent quarterback who yeah, at one bad. point was the MVP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I, I, I think I'm looking it up right now. I'm trying to see how old Matt Ryan is. He's, Matt Ryan's like in his mid-30s, I'm pretty 30, sure. He's 38. 30, oh shoot! 30, yeah, he's in his late thirties then. Thirty-eight years old. So maybe, like I said, age could be a factor for him. Um, you know, uh, same thing for for Julio. I mean, I mean, yeah. Julio is still he's still relatively young, but that maybe just that one year, kind of like the Eagles for for at one point. They they had the hot stick. They they're hot that one year, but then you know, boom, they're yeah. not just like that. They're not not the same anymore. And then the final thing we're going to be talking about here for the NFL. Uh, like we said earlier, the Saints are a really big threat in the NFC, and they could be even a bigger threat if this if they decide to sign this guy, that being Antonio Brown, the man who has been the drama queen of this year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. When this show, we're on episode 15, when this show came out, the first two episodes were all about Antonio Brown, which is insane <laughs> to think how much time has passed since then. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, for the Saints, Antonio Brown and Michael Thomas would be a really, really lethal duo it, they would be lethal that'll be that'll be deadly now that that would be a very scary offense I mean, highly would, scary i mean i'm a defensive guy that would have to do it, put a lot of cushion in the back yeah you know and, and it would take off their pass rush but um it, it would it would take off the pass rush to give the quarterback more time but it was have, that's the only way they'll do to stop both of them mm-hmm. and you know it's kind of like kind of like in basketball when you double team one guy one guy another guy's open so when you Take you know we take off an, a pass rusher and you know put someone back for extra safety or something like that to to double team or you know stop those two receivers another receiver will be wide open scoring he'll have a great show out year because mm-hmm. of that too so yeah 
Alrighty, well that's gonna do it for the NFL. We're gonna take a very, very quick commercial break. When we come back, just gonna be talking about just some of the few bowl games that have already happened, and then we're gonna I'm gonna let you take it away with some predictions that I'm gonna ask you about and just see what your opinions on that are. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back. The Max Danielson Show is proud to announce Gage's Granite as an official sponsor for the Saturday podcast. Gage's Granite is a family-run company operating nearby in the Dallas Metroplex. They offer custom granite, travertine, onyx, and marble countertops to homeowners and businesses since 2000. Give them a call today at 972-243-6097 or visit gagesgranite.com or on Facebook and Twitter. You can also stop by the main showroom located at 2427 Glenda Lane in Dallas. Gage's Granite, a proud sponsor of the Max Danielson Show. Hey guys, this is Jason with Lacrosse Monkey. Are you looking for a place to shop for your next athletic season? Monkey Sports is here to help. Whether you're looking for baseball, hockey, or lacrosse gear, if you can dream it, we've got it. We provide both the latest and best on the market equipment for your athlete. Stop by and visit us at 105 West Bethany Drive, right off of US 75 in Allen. Monkey Sports, a proud sponsor of the Max Danielson Show. And we are back here on the Max Danielson Show where we left off, talked a little bit about the Winter Classic, yeah. and then we also talked about NFL football. So to wrap up this broadcast, we're just going to be talking about college football here. Uh, just a couple quick games here. Uh, Washington defeated Bo Boise State in the Las Vegas Bowl 38-7. to uh, FAU defeated SMU in the Boca Raton Bowl uh, by the score of 52-28. Chris Robinson on the game went 27 for 37, 305 uh, yards and two touchdowns. The one thing I want to talk about this game is SMU. At one point this seat at one point this season, they looked like a real, real powerhouse in the NFL or NFL <laughs> college football. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And we're really looking like a really, really good team, and then just fell off. And I want to ask you, um, I don't know if you watched SMU very much, yeah, but I, I want to ask them. you, what do you think happened for them? Like, what happened to the point to I mean, where they got to where now? They, I mean, they still had a pretty standout year. They made it, and they made it to a um, a bowl game, which is yeah. which is always what the you know the, I'm sure they aim for, just like any other college team to go to the college football playoffs. But um, you know, like, like like I said, they maybe fell short, and um, you know they they made it to a bowl game, which which was what their goal was. And even though they got blown out, they got destroyed, right? I mean, I'm sure yes. they got like, they got yes. de destroyed in that game, but. I mean, I don't, I don't know. So maybe they, they, they made it. They made it. Um, but at the same time, they just did not. They fell short. Yeah. So. Uh, and then the last one we got here: Louisiana Tech defeated Miami in a very ugly offensive game Ooh, at the Independence Bowl, fourteen to nothing. Not as bad though as last year's Cheez-It Bowl between California and TCU that ended seven to ten. Yeah, that was that was a bad one too. Um, so quickly here, just going to go over just a few of some bowl games here. Uh, I'm going to pick out some ones that are pretty good. Uh, first one I see here, which is today at 8 p.m., the Holiday Bowl between Iowa and South Southern California. Iowa's ranked 16, and Southern California's ranked 22. Mm, I probably got Iowa with that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, going here, this one I definitely will be watching tomorrow. Number 15, Notre Dame versus the Iowa State Cyclones oh, Jesus. in the Camping World Bowl. 
probably gonna be Iowa State for sure. Really? Yeah. You're gonna say they're gonna upset fifteen number yeah. fifteen. I think they're gonna upset. There you go. I like that one. Yeah, I gotta go. Um well, on the topic of the Cotton Bowl, uh number ten, Penn State at number seventeen, Memphis yeah. at the Cotton Bowl Classic. I'm actually gonna be at that game. <laughs> oh, you are? Yeah, I'm gonna be at that game. But um I'm probably gonna go with Memphis. Alrighty. Yeah, Memphis, yeah. That's cool. All right. Uh so some big games are gonna be tomorrow when this podcast comes well actually this it'll be today. For when this podcast is up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got college football playoff. Peach Bowl. Number one, LSU versus number four, Florida. Huh, LSU. LSU already. Oh, LSU, good, good. Sure. Uh, Fiesta Bowl. Number two, Ohio State versus number three, uh, Clemson. This is going to be a tough one. Um, you know, Clemson did good this year. You know, they showed out, but... Uh... You know what? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stick with Clemson because I'm I'm a fan of Dabo. <laughs> All righty. So uh, we'll go on to December 30th here. The real only one game that I see. Uh, number nine Florida versus number 24 Virginia in the Orange Bowl. Florida, Florida for sure. All righty. Let's see uh, if I got anything. Um, we'll stick here with since it's the topic of Texas. Uh, 31st, uh, number 11 Utah versus Texas at the Alamo uh. Dome for the Alamo Bowl. Now Utah, they're they're hot this year. Yes, they're they're very good this year. And I'm, Texas, I mean, they really haven't you know shown out as I'm much. Really as hoping you pick here Utah. I really hope pick Utah. No, I'm 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 probably gonna go. And plus, you know, yeah, I'm gonna go with Utah. Thank you, go, yeah, thank you. I, I I really think I now I've said this before on the podcast. I am I do not like Texas. I know you don't. for a number of reasons. I know you don't. for a number of reasons. I know you don't. Um. We'll go here on the new year, January 1st, the Citrus Bowl. Number 13, Alabama versus number 14, Michigan. Roll Tide, Bama. All righty. Also, same day, uh, Outback Bowl, number 12, Auburn versus number 18, Minnesota. Auburn. Auburn for sure. All righty. Rose Bowl, big game here. Uh, number 6, Oregon versus number 8, Wisconsin. Now, I've been going to those, uh, that uh, that Herbert cat. That, mm-hmm. that, dude, that dude, you know. He can play. So yeah. I, I got to go Oregon on that one. All righty. Yeah, I, I know that makes you upset, uh, too, so it's all right, though. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, the last one on the first, Sugar Bowl, number five, Georgia versus number seven, Baylor. This is going to be hard because, you know, even though Georgia didn't make it like they usually do to the college football playoffs, um, you know, they're still a big SEC powerhouse, and they got big boys up there. So I got to go with uh, Georgia on that one. Alrighty, and then the final one we'll do here is going to be on January 4th, sticking with it being in Texas, the Armed Forces Bowl, uh, Southern Miss versus Tulane. Ooh. Uh, I think both of us don't really know much I, about these yeah, teams. Yeah, I really don't know, but, but probably, I'm, I'm guessing Southern Miss is probably the underdog. Yeah. Yeah, so probably Southern Miss. Probably Alrighty. I like going for the underdog sometimes. So. Alrighty, awesome. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of the Max Danielson Show. Aaron, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. and. Again, another tradition here. I let my guests, if they have any final words to say, um, um, your time to speak. Well, you know, it was really good to be here, seeing that Max is doing very well with his uh, TV show. So y'all tune in for sure. Uh, you know, shout out to my boys in Lamar, Colorado, uh, and Denver and whatnot. And uh, y'all have a very blessed day. All righty, sounds good. Well, that is going to do it here from the Max Danielson Show. As I thank you from myself. Max Danielson, and as always, have a pleasant good morning, a good afternoon, or good evening to you, wherever or whenever you may be watching. Thanks, y'all. Have a great day.